0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Southern Area High School All-In Podcast, Episode 12. I'm your host, Dennis Stan, Athletic Director here at the high school. We have a very special guest here today, 2 sports star athlete. Uh, she plays water polo. She swims. She's a senior, Ellie Heastan. Welcome to the show, Ellie. Hello. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Yes, very excited to have you on the show. You have had a just a terrific career in both spaces, and as we're sitting here, um as we're sitting here, I'm thinking about like the fact that you're a senior and it just really seems like you've been here forever. Because as a freshman, you played a huge role in both spaces, both with water polo and swimming. You know, we heard about you before you even got to campus. You know, the aquatic coach was talking about you. Our water polo coaches were talking about you. So it's been an awesome journey and I'm excited to talk about your journey here today. So why don't you start us off just kind of where you just left off. We, you know, a month ago or two months ago, we got done our your senior water polo season. Which was an interesting season based on COVID nineteen and the different restrictions of how we started the season and, and things like that. But uh, when you look back at your water polo season, what are some things that, that you know you were you're proud of or some things that you would call a success?
1: Yeah, of course. So we normally start our season spring of going into that fall. So we what us senior girls did was we would get together and meet at a park and we would do just some body weight workouts and create workouts of us social distancing of course and practicing all we could do with these restrictions going on so from there we were doing some team bonding some workouts ourselves and then it took us into summer where we were able to practice outside, and then we were supposed to come inside, and then we weren't, and then we were, and then we weren't, so it's a little <laughs> back and forth, so, but it was, we made do, and we were able to grow, and just learn great techniques with how to adjust, and not always given the perfect position, but you were able to just give, deal with what you were given, so we eventually got in, Preseason looked a little different, normally you're dying about august and you're wishing that it could go by and fly by but that kind of got cut short and we had to do that in septemberish so it was shorter practices but right after school so we weren't physically where we wanted to be yet but we were able to cope with that and give it all we got because we also had that dry land stuff behind us so
0: yeah, and it's so interesting from your perspective, because when I would see you guys do the dry land stuff outside of our office, uh, outside of our, our, our building here, um, and when I would come in when you guys were practicing inside, when we finally got inside, it just never seemed like there was disappointment. Like you guys seemed to really relish the fact that whatever was given to you, you took. And I truly believe that's. Uh, indicative of the seniors and the captains and someone like yourself, who's just a tough competitor. And like, you give me dry land, I'm going to do dry land. You give me uh, you know, we're able to get in the pool. We're going to work. So I applaud you for, for your senior leadership. Um, was that something that you were conscious about with the younger players? Like, Hey guys, we have to embrace these limitations. Or did you feel like collectively as a team, it was easy to do?
1: Yeah. So thankfully we had a great freshman class, even sophomores, new sophomores that came out to try water polo. Everyone was just, I'm going to give it all I got and I'm going to deal with the cards that I'm dealt with and Mm. push myself to my limit. So, thankfully, that we didn't have to go through those times of, all right, guys, like this, I know it's not ideal, but everyone just had a great mindset and wanted to be there. And that was really important throughout the season. Like, you didn't have the ideal season and everything. We missed out a lot on tournaments and even the States tournament, that is the great tournament at the end. We didn't make those things happen but we were able to just realize that everyone that wanted to be there was there for a reason because there wasn't those super great opportunities and those fun things. Everyone was there because they truly, truly wanted to be there.
0: i love to hear that. Um, we often talk about, you know, why we play the sport and really finding your why starting with water polo. Cause I know both sports are a big piece of your life and you've added so much to our programs. Um, why do you play water bowl let's like what's the why behind it what do you love about
1: it yeah so that goes back to way like way when I was like 12 and under Mm. so I would Danny Trout and Sarah Hershey there's some alumni that graduated from here they had a huge part in my life they would take me aside and they would work on me with like backstroke at practice or like breathing sets and they really like took me under their wing and it was great because it was like I want to be like that I want to be like Danny and I want to be like Sarah and I want to succeed and be on that high school team and be a part of that high school group and then come back and grow the program and come back and inspire younger athletes on the swim team to come and um, grow the program and join the swim team so they were like Ellie do water polo water polo water polo so (laughs) by the time I was like I think it was like fifth grade I first got in because water polo is not a sport that's extremely popular so you can't necessarily join it really until you're in high school so Mr. Hay's son Mike Hay he was running a. he was at high school in high school at the time he was running a clinic and us fifth graders were in the water like just even learning the basics of like how to tread Mm. how do you tread in the water so we were doing that and it just the environment because it was way different than swimming so i had to realize all right this is a team sport now like this isn't just an individual me swimming up and back in the water this is how do you go from that transition of thinking about others too so starting from that young age with that experience of what like a team was and growing it from there was great and i really have to give it to danny and sarah that they were sparking my interest in water polo so it started from there and with the swimming, that was just basically, um, it was, hey, I'm doing swim lessons, I'm really liking it, and I jumped in from there, but I think that Satterton does a really good job at growing the aquatics program. It's not the most popular sport, but we always, when kids join from like eight and unders, they tend to last until they are in high school, and it's it's really amazing to see that they want us to get through until
0: then yeah no I, I agree the SACAC program has been great uh it's a great feeder program and Lou Williams does a great job in kind of kind of merging the two together as much as he can um, I think it's so important too when you when you think about swimming and each sport has their own element of of fatigue and hard work and and gruesomeness to the sport but you know with swimming it doesn't change. You're in that pool two and a half hours, three hours. You guys are in there in the morning. You're in there in the afternoon. You're in there over break, Thanksgiving, Christmas. How do you find motivation in, in swimming um, when you are up against yourself each and every single day? And, and these are tough practices and you guys are grinding and fighting over the course of the last four years. If we look at your high school career, how have you kind of mustered up motivation over the years?
1: Yeah, of course. So, It is. It's really hard to go to a two, two and a half hour practice and just stare at a black line and constantly (laughs) flip and just go back and forth of just staring. You're not talking to your friends, like your head's down in the water and you're staring at that black line and you're just going, all right, trust the process. Eventually I'm going to get there and I'm going to get the goals that I want to achieve. So Mm. what's really, I thought was important to my motivation was all the times where I would get down on myself and my mental game wasn't there. I was feeling fatigued from the practice before when I think what really motivated me was why am I here? I'm here not necessarily for myself. Like, yes, swimming is a team sport, but I'm here because I need to do this for my team. Like, my team's relying on me to get up to that block, and it's relying on me to complete this race for them. And you also, it's a lot of maybe necessarily pressure that you're putting on yourself because you're like, oh, I have this team backed up behind me, but you also have that the team is backed up behind me and they're going to love me. And I have a team that I can go to and is going to appreciate me. The environment is just beyond great of the team bonding and connections that we have. I would say our senior class is tighter than it's ever been before. There was 13 girls that graduated from the water polo team. And normally this year, like this year, normally that's like the size of like two of our classes. And we had 13 girls that graduated. And mm. it was just amazing to see like we were all together from the time we were six to now and i trusted all those girls with like my heart and even with the swim team i think there's like seven of us and it's just all these girls were so tight there's no drama like it's like all these girls have this great bond so to think back to like all right yeah i didn't have the greatest swim but i have this team that i can go to and they'll pick me up and they'll bring me right back and it's really great how we can do that for each other
0: oh i love it i think there's so much to unpack there and what i'm hearing is the combination of extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. And I think the best athletes are able to gather that. They're able to garner that. Like you've always been able to fight for yourself, for your own goals. But there's also this piece of the team needs you and people depend on you. Um, I think that combination is, is key in sports. Um, you talk about the water polo team. You talk about a lot of seniors. And I, I like what you said about the no drama. And, and you guys were all about business. And I, I always think that if your best players are your hardest workers – uh, oftentimes that permeates throughout the program and you look at uh this your seniors that were on that team how first of all they were very most of the starters I think everyone on the starting lineup was a senior right yeah Except, it was uh, it was Kayla
1: I think yeah Kayla is the goalie she's great she she's even has been with us though since we were like six years old she's grown up together she's like two months younger than me so right. she basically like is a senior but um yeah, like all of us girls this year on the starting team were starters. Even I feel like the first people off the bench were starters. Like it was just crazy how powerful this senior group was this year.
0: Yeah, um, and you talked about the mental game. Um, I want to look into that, especially you and I spoke about it before. But like, if you look at your mental approach to a water polo game versus your mental approach to a to a swim meet, let's start with water polo. What's it like if you're playing uh, Wissahickon and we're at home? you know and the uh, the JV boys are playing and you guys are jumping on next what's kind of your mental approach are you nervous are you excited what what does that look like
1: yeah so when we're going for a waterfall game normally our bus ride looks like everyone's getting hyped up we got our playlist going on everyone's screaming at the top of their lungs and <laughs> the coach is like turn down the music. no but <laughs> it's it's great because we get there and everyone's so excited like we realize like all of our hard work like it, it's going on like we got it. We just practiced the play the day before that we're going to do. We, we watched the film on how to shut them down. Like, we got this. Everyone's so confident in each other. Ne- necessarily saying you're like, oh, I'm feeling fatigued from the practice before. Like, but you realize, like, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I still got five other people that are going to help me through this game. Like, it's not so much you. So, the water polo games you're so excited you got that energy going it's almost like you need to be cooled down because you have so much energy going on
0: so you individually are not nervous though
1: not not when it comes to water polo games so much per se okay okay then when it comes to swim meets i'm behind the block and i'm like oh gosh i gotta swim eight laps (laughs) i gotta make it through and it's like i just did 20 laps yesterday at practice in this event like what's going on but it really is the fact that you're up there and you have to drop 0.1 of a second, which Mm. sounds like nothing, but it's like, yeah, I'm swimming eight laps and I'm tired and you got to drop that 0.1. And if you don't make that 0.1, it's kind of upsetting. So what you, what I personally do is coach Lou always stresses breathing box breathing. So we always practice before practice box breathing so, I like to think about where my breathing's going because it takes away from the fact of, all right, I got to swim and I'm so anxious. It takes my thoughts and I think about something else. So, what we do is we breathe through our nose and then we put it in our stomach and we let it out through our nose. And then we breathe in through our nose and we put it in our thongs and then we breathe it out and then we breathe in and we put it in our throat and then we breathe it out and we continue that process and we always think about, all right, where's the air going? Where's the air going? And it's just a way to cool your body down so that you have those anxious feelings away and that you're not necessarily thinking about those eight laps that you're thinking about something else.
0: I love that box breathing. I've been in practice when you guys have your meditation sessions and, you know, I think it's so important. Have you used that in other parts of your life? Like as far as like, you know, when you it's inevitable in life, you're going to be stressed. You're going to have anxiety to have you translated that pre meat swim feeling to other parts of your life. Yeah,
1: for sure. So last year I was really struggling with my, mental strength when it comes to just school and all that stress Mm. and sports on top of it so it was I'm in the best physical shape I could possibly be right now I was in strength training with Mr. Wagner I was swimming with Lou five times six times a week Mm. and I was right where I needed to be physically but mentally I needed to take a step back and go all right you got to focus on the now. You can't control what's happening. You got to focus on the now and take a deep breath. So what I would actually do is I downloaded this app. It's called Calm and I would use it. And for a period of time, Michael Jordan was on it. I think LeBron James was on it and they were just going through and talking and they were talking about the sports mindset, but there's also different ones. So there was like just meditation, thinking about your breathing, but then there was also the motivation ones and stuff like that. So I would go on at night and I would go on right before I go to bed and I would practice with those or listen to whatever I needed, if I needed some motivation or if I needed to calm myself down. So I would, I, I started using those breathing in my everyday life. So not, was I working my, I wasn't trying to improve my physical health per se, but I also came to realize that there was more important things than just physical health. And it is the health in general, like your social health, your mental health, your how you're actually like eating your diet and Mm -hmm. everything like that was all into play when it comes to the sports and everything.
0: I'm so glad you shared that. I appreciate you sharing kind of what, what some would think would be vulnerable, you know, and I think people look at you and say, you know, they might just look at the finished product. She's an unbelievable swimmer. One of the best we've had in 20 years. She's an unbelievable water polo player. One of the best we've had in 20 years. And they look at that finished product and they don't understand like you also have AP classes. You also have honors classes. You're also trying to go to the Coast Guard, like all these other things. Um, so I love the fact that you have things in your toolkit, like the COM app and, and those kind of things, because our student athletes that listen to this podcast need to hear that, that you, you're doing those things as well. And that goes into six goals at upper Dublin that goes into being part of like an unbelievable swim team, you know? Um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, when you, you you talk about what, what drives your performance, you've talked about ex- extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. When you look back at water polo, whether it was this year, last year, or even years before, what was your best performance? Um, you, you've always been about the team since I've met you, um, but I want you to be selfish here. Your best individual performance at in water polo. Do you remember which game?
1: Yeah, so it was Upper Dublin. Do- we were against Upper Dublin, but we were at Wilson. So the energy before the game, it goes back to even that it was there was some music playing and we were all dancing we were sweating. We were jamming out some music and we're sitting there and upper Dublin's across the pool from us. And they're sitting there and they are like getting ready and like giving us almost weird eyes. Like, what are they doing? Like why are they not getting (laughs) mentally ready? And they're trying to psych us out a little bit, but we were, we were in our zone and we were all doing, we were all just so happy and we took that team energy and we put it in the water. And I would say the best water polo game, I personally have, and even as a team that we personally had, was when we played against Upper Dublin at Wilson and we won the playoff game and were able to advance to states. It was just, it was the first time they even did it that way that we had to have a playoff game before we could qualify for states. Normally it's just based on your season record and then it's moved on from that. But they did it this way and we were able to succeed and win. And I was very thankful to be a part of that. and that team at that moment just everyone's excitement and even after the game the parents were great they had a little they put their hands up and they had a little tunnel for us to go on and even each individual player went underneath and they were all cheering for us and giving us so much support and motivation for the next game so that was really great
0: that's awesome and I I think it's interesting too based on like some of the things you're talking about pre-game ritual you know like there's no guarantee what's going to work and you know for that particular game you guys were really loose you were getting hype with each other and you know, somehow that may have translated to a more effective game. You know, um, what about swimming? Your your best performance ever? Do you remember?
1: Yeah, that one was also at Upper. That <laughs> one was also at Upper Double Upper Dublin has a little um, mojo for me. Yeah. But When we we were at the Cardinal Classic, it was in October, and it's actually a relay that I was participating in. So I didn't have the best backstroke race ever. I'm a backstroker, so it was really disappointing that in my own Like event that I'm supposed to swim, I didn't get the time I wanted to, so I had to. The next event was the the freestyle relay, and I did not normally swim freestyle. It's not my best. Once again, I swim backstroke. So the coach, Coach Lou, he was really trusting me. You know, I just had a not the best swim, and I had to just pull it together, and I had to get back on that block and swim for the relay. So with very minimal time to change my mindset, so
0: Mm.
1: I was very anxious because I wasn't only then swimming for myself but I had to swim for these girls and thankfully I was able to pull through and I got my best 100 freestyle time ever and I was able to help those girls qualify for districts. so we got a qualifying district time and we were able to then swim that relay at districts and do pretty well there and I was very happy to be a part of that and that the coach trusted me enough to give me the opportunity to go in, out and swim, especially when I had to have that quick turnaround.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Is Was there something that, you know, I don't know if you're going to remember this, but like, did you say something to yourself, you know, right after that, that backstroke, once he said, yeah, you're going to be swimming, you know, right next. Was, was there something that you said to yourself or he said to you that enabled you to kind of go next play? Next yeah. You know,
1: you know it was a whole nother event. I wasn't swimming backstroke. I was swimming a complete nother stroke. So Mm. it was that fact of I had a whole nother opportunity to completely redeem myself and make it up. And that I was just, we always practice like how to shake it off and live in the moment. And one swim is one swim and you have basically sometimes I could have three more. I could have two more. You never know. And you just got to shake it off because you still have other opportunities to do
0: great. Yeah, yeah. It's a great lesson for all of our student athletes that are listening to just to play present because inevitably you're going to mess up. You're going to miss shots. You're going to have a bad beat. Whatever it is, you're going to have a bad race. Uh, the best players are able to respond. You know, the best players are able to not allow that race or that game to define, you know, who they are as a player. Um, you've talked about, uh, you know, uh, Danny Trout inspiring you and, and people inspiring you to, to, to try water polo. But if you just look at swimming and water polo, over the course of the last four years, you've inspired so many people, and I think so many people that you don't even know about that have told me over the years, uh, based on your work ethic, and not only what you do in the pool, but in the weight room as well, how how you approach that. Has there been a student athlete that that has inspired you over the last four years that you could kind of acknowledge?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's just necessarily a student athlete. Like, going back to what I said about that senior class, I don't think I would be at this position I am today without having those girls push me every day. Mm. You know, those girls, they come in there with a great mindset. They come in there with forgetting about everything that just happened at that school day, and they give their all just as much as I'm supposed to give mine. So – all of us girls like I said earlier we just really like I promised we could trust each other with our lives like we were just so close and it was just a great relief that all right I'm going to give 110 percent myself but I also know that the girl next to me is given 110 percent too so this is going towards something and the senior class was just phenomenal with both waterfall and some team that I'm just so happy to be a part of such a great group of girls. And also Kayla Pike fits in
0: there. <laughs>
1: she's, <laughs> she's in there too. She yeah. Kayla
0: Pike. Terrific. Terrific. I, I, great acknowledgement of that senior class. It's that, accomplished a lot. And I know you guys still have, have much to accomplish here in the next two months. Um, you've talked about the daily habits. I love the calm app. I, I'm going to definitely download that when we get out of here. Cause it's something that I, I need to work on uh, daily. Um, you are someone, you know, that is very disciplined. You have disciplined characteristics in the classroom uh, as well as athletically. And uh, no surprise that you've been accepted to the U.S. Coast Guard. Congratulations on that.
1: Thank you. Thank you very
0: much. Yeah, that is just so cool. Um, Is there any other daily habits that you have, you know, whether it's when you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed before night? I mean, you've been so disciplined with your lifting and practicing and training. But is there anything else that you kind of?
1: Yeah. So definitely during COVID, a whole my routine has definitely flipped upside down you know last year at this time my routine would be waking up in the morning for morning practice going to afternoon practice last year I was involved in strength training like I mentioned so I was doing weightlifting during the day along with so along with the practices so um that was my like preferred like my preferred um high school schedule sure I wish that I could have that um right now but Um, right now what I like to do is I wake up go to school Um, I'm very thankful that Kayla Pike has been letting me come over and use her lifting set so we've been lifting there and trying to do as much cross training as we can so that when we get back in the pool we can kick butt and be almost where we're supposed to be Mm. and we're um, I really like to maintain a pretty good diet you know when it comes to the holidays (laughs) there's always (laughs) some times that you want to eat some more cookies and that's okay you also have to realize that it is okay and it's not going to change and it's not going to be the causing factor of the time um you're going to increase time at the end of the year that's not going to be what it is it's the fact of the overall process and Mm. I like to um do more protein things than anything else, but also just that mental thing of the Calm app and everything like that. I like to fit in. I should, one of my goals is I like to, uh, I would like to eventually incorporate some more stretching. I'm not the type of person that likes to sit down and stretch, but that also is a really important factor, and I really should look into doing that more.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think so much of uh, the the conversations that we've had with student-athletes, you know, stuff outside of you know, your training and what you were doing, you know, going to Kayla's house and and having that, uh, you know, we do, Lou Williams does so much, Joe Hay, uh, Crystal Armstrong, you guys have done so much in the context of here's the three-hour practice, but the best players are doing stuff on their own and and things that you've alluded to here in this conversation. Um, We have had, uh, this has been awesome, by the way. Thank you so much for jumping on here. Yeah,
1: thank you so much for letting me.
0: Yeah, before you leave, though, we have a couple, we have five quick hitter questions that we've asked every student athlete. The first one is you were talking about that, that match or that meet at uh, Upper Dublin with you guys jamming out and getting yeah. ready. But what's your favorite pregame song? Definitely,
1: definitely the best love song. That one always has to. <laughs> Who sings that? Um, I think I, I want to say Usher, but okay. probably is not. <laughs> I might not be accurate. The best love song. Okay. That actually was a tradition that was passed down from every every senior class has always played that song on the bus so like the normally it's the seniors that are in charge of the playlist and from the time jenny rogers was playing it in the back of the bus to crystal burrell or to clara burrell in the back of the bus to hannah christie it was all those girls were playing that song so it was just passed down and it's just great and it brings us all together
0: i love it uh favorite food
1: I like hamburgers. Hamburgers. <laughs> I like hamburgers. Yes.
0: Do you eat the big red burger in the cafeteria?
1: No, I have not.
0: Never in four years. No. Wow. I
1: should. I should try
0: it. I've never had it either.
1: Okay. Oh. Um. But also, I, I guess I could give my dad a shout out with his uh, chicken wings. Wow. Really good too. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. I mean, if you if do you have a place where you're like this is the best burger? Like, best burger. like where are you go? Yeah. Are you going um. I really like or?
1: bankers. Bankers. Yeah, bankers and sellers
0: as well. Okay. I'll have to give that a shot favorite pro athlete
1: i really like um missy franklin i really think that i watched her documentary on netflix i really think that she talks a lot about her mental journey so i can almost relate it back and i've taken her documentary and looked on how it could affect me and Mm. how we almost had some similarities with some of the concepts that we thought about and stuff like that so she's also really
0: inspired me. That's awesome. I really like your attention to the mental side of sports because not enough people are talking about at your age. And the fact that you've already started this journey, worked through this journey, it, it's only going to help you at the next level and then in your life. That's so cool. Um, so Coast Guard is, you know, you, you still need to um, get uh, a health, health form, yeah, right? right what, now what's the I'm, last step?
1: I'm accepted, but I'm pending medical. So what that basically means is I have to go to my doctor's appointment and basically prove that I can see and that I'm the height requirements and I'm the weight requirements and everything like that. So I have those appointments um, at the beginning of February-ish. So after that, it's confirmed and I can sign and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited to be a part of that my next four years and attend college there.
0: What and was what, When did you... you were going to when did you start thinking i'm going to go there yeah
1: uh my dad actually mentioned it to me i always wanted i knew that i wanted to do something in the fbi i was thinking about doing the human behavior sort of stuff so like the mental aspect of everything so my dad was like if you want to do that you need experience behind it so he had me take a look at academies and the coast guard academy really stood out to me because number one it's water-based so i can succeed because I love the water (laughs) and um, it's also really nice because it's D3 so it's not like I'm balancing all these STEM classes and a D1 sport so I'm balancing these STEM classes but I also am just participating not saying that D3 there isn't competitive or anything like that but it's more flexible if I need to study for a test that's the next Mm. day it's a lot of flexibility with Still able to swim and do what I love, and also participate in these super challenging classes and the challenges that I'm going to face there.
0: That's awesome. Well, I know you're up for the challenge. I know you're going to do great things. Uh, When you think about after the Coast Guard, now do you have to serve for a couple of years? Yeah. So
1: after I graduate, I would graduate with the bachelor's of science degree and also a government degree because I will be majoring in government there. Mm -hmm. And so I will finish with both of those, and then you get to. Um, when you graduate on your graduation day, you open the ballot that says where you're going to be located. So hopefully I'm somewhere in like California and I would be in California for two and a half years. And then after two and a half years, you're relocated to somewhere else. But then after those two and a half years, you either have the option of you're done serving your time and you can do whatever you want after that, or you could continue in the Coast Guard Academy or just the Coast Guard and serve. But I would be a lieutenant and I would hope to go somewhere warm, so Florida <laughs> yeah. or California.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've yeah. earned it by living here in Pennsylvania for these winters. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, you, you know, you've uh, – like I said, you, you've you impacted so many student athletes in this building. Um, looking back on the four years now that you're almost through it, you know, you got a semester left, um, what advice would you have for your younger self, for that freshman, you know, uh, freshman Ellie coming on the campus to play water polo? Yeah, I would,
1: I would tell myself to – really just focus in the moment live in the moment Mm -hmm. and take a deep breath and just realize that everything's going to be okay like you really I feel like sometimes I get too caught up in all right I need to do this or have this goal instead of focusing on the now and that's super important because you only live once and you only have this opportunity of high school athletics you're only going through those four years and it I know that you said, I feel like I've been here forever, but I feel like I was just entering the high school and participating in these sports like two days ago. Like it's Mm. crazy how the time has flown. And I wish that in the moment I appreciated it and loved it way more than I have, because I get so caught up in the moment in like ways that I wish I celebrated and appreciated more.
0: It's, it's such a delicate balance, especially for someone like yourself who works tirelessly. Like when you work the way you work in the weight room and in the pool, it's hard to like say, oh, I'm enjoying the moment. And when you want to win so bad, like it's hard to enjoy all those moments. So I think that perspective is so good for student athletes to hear because it's kind of an interesting dichotomy, two forces working against each other. You know, we're saying be present, be in the moment, but hey, you got to win this next game. You got to yeah. win this next meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I love the way you kind of address that. Um, well, Ellie, thank you so much. I know so many people that are listening are going to get something out of this, this last uh, this episode here. Um, so I am excited for your senior swim season and I'm excited for your future at the Coast Guard Academy. So uh, best of luck and thank you for your time here today. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome.